Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. you making it uh, work with the time change um, are you are we awake and alive out there cool we're gonna have a really nice self-care practice today um, if you have an MFR uh, tool that you want to use uh, you can grab it we won't overdo this um, if you don't have one of these no big deal um, you will use the uh, the tools that you were born with We'll actually, through the, the whole practice, use the tools we're born with. We're starting in constructive rest. You join a, uh, a CR in progress. So come on down to your back and soles of your feet to the floor, knees together, allowing for some time and space for yourself. And so with the feet a little wide and the knees together, what we're looking for is the low back to really be at ease and have plenty of room to spread out. Yeah, so your knees kind of make like a little teepee. They lean against each other. And if that is not helping you feel better in your body, feel free to adjust as with anything else here. And Today's practice will begin with breathing. We'll do some mobility work to get ourselves in good space, then some vinyasa and deep stretching toward the end. But for now, go ahead and turn your attention to your breath. So it moves like waves through your body. Notice the sensation, the sound anything that you meet along the way, whether that's you know, mental stimuli, an emotional tone, any nervous system activity that gives you the energetic tone you're working with today. Certainly through our practice, we're working to bring all of these things into alignment, to self-regulate in a way that's healthy and good. In the beginning of a practice, just want to really notice and get honest with the yoga concept of satya. What is it that we are working with? What is it that today is bringing to this body? It's one you're in right now. this heart and this mind, this nervous system what are the products of how we slept last night, how we ate, things that happened to us 14 years ago, things that happened on the way here and the space and sounds around us right now. So continue to be mindful of those things as we move along this practice. 
take what you need, enjoy what you take. With your next exhale, bring your knees in towards your chest, give them a good hug. Oh, rock across your low back, your side to side. A rhythm going with how you're moving your body. So how's it starting out? What's your rhythm? How would you uh, characterize the tone of how you're moving? Not as a label or a judgment. As we're moving into vinyasa practice, looking to move with our breath. We're looking to move at a pace that allows for deep awareness. Back to center, give the knees a good hug in, apanasana. And then extend the legs up in the air, arms out like cactus or wings. And take a peek at your feet, spread your toes wide. Do they all spread? Do some of them spread and some of them not? And totally okay, whatever is going on. And a little point and flex. So you're moving the ankle joint back and forth. And a strong flex, toes back towards your shins. Pull the outer edges of your feet back. Pull, press the ball, the big toe up. And then we'll reverse that. And back to just natural. Let the feet start to trace circles. So now moving the, the small bones of the feet to whatever mobility they have. You can go together with the feet, go independently. As you're moving the feet around, begin to notice the shins, calves, what's going on with those. Breath in. You know, open your mouth, let your breath out as you flex your feet strongly. <sighs> Lift up to your heels and the knees in toward your chest. Again, a little rock side to side. This time, keep it really close in, like your knees are just going from one hip to the other. And then let the knees slide a little away from you so you feel like you're rocking across the center of your sacrum. Then let them slide totally away from your hands so you're rocking across the lower rim of the sacrum with a real small side-to-side -side action. Then bring it back to where your knees feel like they're aligned well, that you can rock across the very center. Arms out to the sides, press the arm bones down. We'll take belly twisting pose, knees moving side to side. Flex your feet, doesn't need to be like the strongest flex ever, but keep the feet you know, awake and alive to it. Breathe in and breathe out as you move. And then you can choose how that breath pattern looks, whether you want to go inhale to the side, exhale center, vice versa. Pick one, have an intention, stick with it. One more round through. And coming back to center, slowly lower your feet to the mat and feel the mat with your feet like it was the first time. And what's the texture? What's the temperature? What's going on there? Can you spread each foot fully out into the mat? Then walk the feet wide, toe heel them out to the edges of the mat. You know, rock the knees side to side in windshield wiper twists, the very ancient Sanskrit practice of windshield wiping. Um, 
there's a lot of things we can pay attention to. We can pay attention to rocking from side to side on the foot here. So everything's moving from like waist down, right? But very specifically, your feet are rocking from one edge to the other. And as you come across center, they're planting or they have the opportunity to plant. But work with that, roll from one side, spread the ball of the foot out across, and then other side. And as you're spreading the ball of the foot out, spread the toes. One more round through. And make your way back to center. We'll land with soles of the feet flat. Walk your feet into about hip distance. And then walk them close to your sitting bone. Spread the feet out. Press down into them. Lift your hips lightly. Just a light, uh, just a, like a couple inches off the floor. Press your heels down. Draw your tailbone in. And then slowly lower again, like you're rolling out your sacrum on the floor. Take a couple of those, starting with the foot action, feet down, tailbone, sacrum, just a little bit of the low back off the floor. And then roll back out, like you're thumbprinting your spine and the sacrum down to the mat. So foot to core connection here, press your feet down. Tailbone up, sacrum up, low back up, breathe. And then slowly down. Pause here. Take your arms up in the air and reach for the ceiling. Lift your shoulder blades up off the floor. And then draw the shoulder blades down, elbows out to the sides. You're almost going to touch the arm bones to the mat, but not quite. Then Turn it like the, uh, the the surrender pose where you turn your palms toward the ceiling. So you got cowboy hold up here. And then back to the goalpost like position. And then reach back up. So some mobility here for shoulders and chest. Elbows out to the sides. You pull down. There's the goalpost. Then flip it up. Just hands up toward the ceiling. Palms up. And then back to goalposts. Breathe in. Reach up. Exhale. Pull down. Inhale, flip it, palms up, and then goalpost and reach. And from here, a little hug action. Wrap your right arm underneath your left. Go ahead and wrap the arms around. And breathe in, breathe out. And on an inhale, undo that. Then wrap the other side, other arm underneath. Breathe into the space behind your heart, right between your shoulder blades. Undo it slowly. Inhale, reach. And take the hands together. A little warming. So your hands get warm. You start to feel the, the energy of the body being converted into heat here. Just, uh, once your hands feel really nice and warm to you, you're going to take them and cup them over your eyes. Just allow the heat to relax muscles around the eyes, forehead, and breath in. And breath out. 
Inhale, release that little Thai yoga brushing here. You take your right hand to your left shoulder. You're going to brush three times up the left arm, just around, getting skin warm with that. Once you've got the three, and it's the other side, the left arm brushing the right. And then hands together, press the palms, bring your knees in, we'll hug legs to body. Then rock a little up and back, making your way to seated. You're gonna seated, uh, those of you in the room will face forward, feet together at home, face wherever you want, feet together. And take your thumbs to the uh, very center of your foot. And if you have a MFR ball and you wanna do the uh, this technique, go for it, the, uh, the foot technique, go for it. Otherwise, I'm gonna talk through the, uh, the finger version. So thumb at the very center of the foot, lift tall through your body. I'm just going to press your thumb into the very center. Let your eyes close, breathe. And if there's a, uh, a little trigger point there, totally cool, stay with it. Press the thumb in just with your breath. Each exhale, you can press a little deeper. If there's nothing there, if it's like this is kind of nice, but nothing's happening, just slide to the left or right, up or back on the foot. And all we're going to do is press thumb in. Sit still in your body and breathe. Each exhale, allow that to get a little deeper to work into whatever's there. If there's not a sensation where you are with the thumb, you just move the thumbs down and become aware of what's going on in your foot. Have five more breaths here to explore this. If you've got sensation going on, stay with it. If not, just slowly moving the thumb around. You could certainly be here, give yourself a foot massage, that would be fine. But the trigger point is just to walk the thumbs around. But see what's going on. If you are working with a ball, you might want to switch feet. Walk along the arches of your foot and notice the, the three arches of the foot, the, the inner arch, the one we think of. And there's the, the transverse arch, the, the ball of the foot, really. The lateral arch, the outer edge of the foot. When you have three arches together, you've got a dome, right? the dome shape of the foot. We're now going to take the thumb and just each thumb down the, uh, down the center of the foot, just you know, tracing that dome shape. If you've got the balls and you just want to work with that, go for it. Otherwise that tie brushing along the dome of the foot. And we'll bring the hands together over the toes, bringing them in, lift your chest up. And when we exhale, we're gonna round back into a cat-like pose. Chin drop, pressing feet together with the hands, rounding off, breathe here. And again, you use the heels of your hands to press the, the balls of the big toes together as you take cat pose with the spine draw in, body long, back of your neck long, so you're not craning the neck to look up ever, you're not rolling your eyes to look up ever, unless you feel like you want to roll the eyes of the teacher because she's terrible, that's totally fine, doesn't mind, she'll keep doing the terrible stuff, <laughs> and slowly release this. And bring the soles of the feet to the floor and spread out your feet. Take hands to shins. 
have some brushing action here. And then if you've got the MFR balls and you want to do calf work with it, go for it. Otherwise, we're going to take the thumbs. You're going to go up to the back of your knee. Go all the way up to the back of the knee. Calf muscles, there's two heads of the calf muscle. You're just going to walk down the very center of your calf and press the thumbs in as we bring the feet. And eventually, you might find a little spot there. Keep on the thought, stay with it. And just breathe. And again, each exhale, you'll press a little more into it. Each inhale, you let off a little bit. And as you're walking down the calf, there is something kind of appeals to you to work with. Stay. If you have absolutely no tension spots here, then you have this moment for gratitude and well-being in your body. And if you have some, like it means you're using your calves, and that's good. I'm walking down until you get to where they taper and stay with that. Eventually, you'll find your Achilles tendon. That doesn't need that doesn't need your your pressure there. But let's get down all the way down, and uh, we're just gonna catch hold of the ankles or somewhere near your ankles. Again, tuck your chin in so you're spreading your upper back and breathe in, breathe out. And then slowly release that. Come over to hands and knees. For those of you that want to work uh, the shin stuff with your with your MFR ball, go for it. And the rest of us are, are luckier. We're going to turn toes under. And you're going to exhale, sit back, heels toward your bum. And inhale, rock forward out of that. And uh, that would be your bum towards your heels, is what I should say. You rock back, you're stretching the feet. Rock forward, coming out of it. We're going to add a little cat-cow action to that. So when you rock back towards your heels, you're just going to round up. Trying to take child's pose. And then rock forward. So you're trying to get to up dog. But hands in these position stays. So just rocking back. Stretch the feet. Rocking forward, easing up on it. Take two more rounds. As you take the cat, round your spine and pull navel to spine. And then as you're taking the cow pose, any back bend, lower abdominals in, support your sacrum. Making our way back to center, hands and knees. You take the tops of your feet to the floor, and then uh, appropriate little raindrops with the, the feet. There's little raindrops, not like that stuff we had earlier, but like, like just uh, yeah. To be careful saying raindrops in Sonoma County, like yeah. Then uh, tops of the feet to the floor. Just let them. They were just kind of melting. Just let that just stop and soften. Breath in. And then tucking your toes, you're going to come up to down dog. Pause here. Take a peek at your feet. So see them with the, your actual vision. Notice that they are parallel, that your about hip distance apart could be wider. Toes point straight ahead. The ball of the foot spreads out. So like just like make sure you've taken your feet out of your shoes or taking your shoes out of your feet. And then... A little bend of the knees here, a little more than what you did have. Press your feet down and out. And feel what's going on. And breath in. 
and breath out. Look forward and walk forward into ragdoll. A few things you can do here. What we want is to bend the knees and have chest to thighs. And if you can do that with straight knees, cool. But just have a little bend so you can get that down and out action with your feet. And then definitely if chest is not on thighs, take your arms between okay, so that you're not hanging out of your low back, but that your body is is really folded together. So um, the, the amount of V-bend, the amount of support here, totally up to you, but the alignment of the pose is, uh, think about those, those ragdolls like Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy. They had that seam, right? Where their, their upper body and their, their leg just folded. That's the action. Let your head drop heavy and still. If this is uncomfortable where you are, instead of moving around and avoiding, address what's going on by taking your feet wider. They need to be at least hip distance, maybe mat distance. Right? Address what's going on by bending your knees more or using more support, not pushing as hard. Right? But we want to get into the idea of addressing discomfort. Right? That's potentially changing the pose. And it's potentially changing our breathing pattern. And it's potentially just like changing our mind, right? And knowing which one right, requires you to get still, be aware, right? And to come out of that avoidance technique that we already know how to do, right? Like, like we have social media, so we are skilled avoiders, right? If you can scroll like, and avoid life, Jedi level. In yoga, like we're not trying to avoid. We're trying to get away from attachment and aversion and into awareness. Right? Take your time. Know what you're doing. Right? If you feel the need to shift things around or like, like move around, instead, pause. Move your breath. And get clear. That's one thing this practice can give us over other things. And release your hands slowly. Walk your feet together. We're going to take hands to shins. You press your feet into the floor, and you're going to slowly roll up to standing, bringing your hands up the front of your legs. Pause at standing. And stack your spine from tailbone to top of head. And then a shoulder shrug here, bringing your shoulders up to your ears as you inhale. Let all the neck muscles work and then exhale, let them all go. And then hands to heart, center samastiti. Next inhale, you're gonna spread your lowest ribs and not move your neck muscles. And exhale here, right? so breath in the core. Do the, the opposite, inhale, bring your shoulders up to your ears and use all those accessory muscles up there, all the whole skirt of the neck working. Build the tension and then release it slow. And then a contrast breath where you breathe to your center. Expand there. And empty from there. One more time. Big breath in using all those accessory muscles to bring shoulders up to your ears. To create tension. 
then release it and pause, keep the tension, release, move your breath into the center. Stay with that. Next inhale, you're gonna reach up, mountain pose, keep the breath at center. And exhale, fold forward. Bend at your knees. Chest comes to thighs. Again, making that action of closing at the hip, folding at the hip. Inhale, lift halfway, bring your chest up and forward. And then abdominals in, you're gonna fold again. You can fold like creasing a sheet of paper. That's the, the hip crease. Support that with your legs. Press your feet down and rise up to standing. You can always bring your hands up your legs. That's gonna be good if your low back could use the support. Exhale, hands are coming through center line. Again, supporting how we move by centering up. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands and step back to a high plank and just stay there. High plank. Breathe out. Get long. Breathe in. Breathe out, knees down. Lower slowly to the floor. Slowly, slowly. Breath is out. And take cobra. Pull your elbows back. Hands pull back. Feet press down. Squeeze your legs. And release about halfway down. Hands down. Navel in. Kneeling plank. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Excellent. Look forward. Top of the mat. Step or hop. When you get there, breathe in. Lift halfway. Abdominals in. Chest up and forward. And then exhale. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers out. And exhale, hands to heart center, little bend of your knee so you can fold, crease at the hip. And breathe in, lift halfway, chest up and forward. Abdominals in, keep them. Plant your hands, step back. High plank, this time exhale, knees down, chest down. And cobra, peel up, press your feet down, elbows back, hug them in. And then release slowly, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, down, down. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, chest up and forward, and breathe out, fold. Rest down, breathe in, reach up, squeeze your legs, front back, lift your heart, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. We're going to exhale, fold, send the hip crease back, fold of the body there, press your feet down. Breathe in, lift halfway. Spread your feet out into the mat. Pull the inner ankles back. Plant your hands, step back. High plank. And go knees down. All the way down slow. Pull your hands back, elbows back. Hug them in. Cobra. And then you release slowly. Press back. Hands and knees to down dog. If your body would prefer a child's pose here, take it. Definitely today, like 
We all lost an hour of sleep, so take the child's pose when you need it. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out. Sit your hips back, weight in your heels, hands to your thighs. Ukatasana with hands and legs. Now take a peek down, see that your toes, maybe they're touching, maybe they're not. They're close together, they're toward center. Your knees are not touching. The knees are just a little outside the big toes. So press your hands down into your legs, then lengthen up through the front body. Lengthen the back of your neck. So there's no reason to see the, the ceiling. You don't even have to see the front wall here. But back of the neck long. Then slowly raise your arms just to shoulder height. It's kind of like we're going to do like, what is that track and field event? Is this like the, it's like the long jump are we getting ready for? Right. Sit back. Right. And then turn your palms in toward one another. Press your feet down. Right. If your low back doesn't need any more or it needs less. Right. If your low back needs less, Hands down. Respect the low back. Like it's it's yours for the rest of your life. Right. And if, if everything feels good, you want to start to raise the arms from hip crease to pinky fingertip. Reach long. When we fold out of this, you're going to go chest to thighs, exhale, then hands down. Let your head really nice. Breathe in, lift halfway and heel toe your feet, but hip distance apart. Chest up and forward, you're gonna step your right leg back into a low lunge. If you've got blocks, great place to use them. You're gonna inhale, send your hips up and back. And exhale, pull into your front heel, rock into low lunge. Then inhale, hips up and back. And exhale, low lunge. So you're looking at your movement pattern with your breath. To align with slow, long, deep waves of breath. Ideally, we're getting to our lunge at the end of the exhale. Taking the full inhale, lifting back into the pyramid. Next exhale, come to the lunge. We're going to bring the back knee down. Press the top of the back foot into the mat, front foot down through all three points. And lift up to fingertips on the blocks. You can bring hands to heart center. You could bring arms up and Janiyasana. Press the floor with your feet. Lift your heart, lengthen your side body. You can do that wherever you are with this. Breathe in, breathe out. One more inhale. Back of your neck long, face soft. Hands down to your mat or your blocks. We're gonna step back high to low push-up chaturanga. Breathe in upward facing dog. Go with knees down for this one. Have a little bit in your elbows. Pull the arm bones back, back of your neck long. Then down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause and feel your body. Look to your right hand. I'm going to step your right foot forward in this low lunge. It's a nice place. You could have a block underneath your left hand. We're going to bow pull right elbow up toward the ceiling and then open the arm. Bend the elbow and then come down and across your standing arm. So like you're bowing a cello here. And then again, you're going to lead with the elbow. So you 
twist, stack the shoulders, then release the arm. Bend the arm in, it's like we're doing the robot. And then down and across. And we're moving really specifically in this way. So we turn the torso, it's not fast. And you're bending the elbow so that you're not leading with the arm from across. And that keeps the, uh, the, the joints in, in really good relationship with each other. So instead of like that big dramatic arm swing, bend your elbow, then bring it down and across. Then lead with the elbow going up toward the center. Think about pull, pulling a bow and arrow. One more, open, and then right hand down. Look forward, press into your front foot, step up, feet together, breathe in, abdominals in, chest up and forward. Breathe out, bend your knees as much as you need to for chest and thighs to come together. Hands to your thighs, Ukatasana, chair pose, check your knees. Arms lift to whatever degree, and then bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, and heel toe the feet out to hip distance. Draw your heart forward and up as you step the left leg back. That union of opposites, the yoga paradox. Press into your feet, inhale, hips up and back. And then exhale, go back into the left. So pranayama practice, move your body at the pace of your breath. That is not an easy practice. Again, we're moving towards self-regulation, deep awareness, simple exercise here. Become super powerful when those things come into play. Maybe something with your hands. You got it. Good. Might want these under your hands. Of course. Good. Bring this back to your lunge with your next exhale. Knees coming down. Turn the top of the back foot to the mat. Really feel your feet, right? Two different setups. Front foot, as much of the surface area as possible. Back foot, as much of the surface area as possible. Press into your feet. You can come up with arms up overhead. You can go with hands at heart center. You can go with, right? And pay attention to how much extension you need by what your low back and core are telling you. I feel integrated here, feel good, the reach. Low back feels a little tricky today. Like that's not uncommon and that's like being human. You bring hands heart, hands down, right? And uh, just like yoga postures, moving your body. It's a relationship, right? Don't stay stuck in a bad relationship. Like, please don't stay stuck in a bad relationship. Don't go back to a bad relationship either. If you know something's not for you, like, don't go back. <laughs> Breath in, reach Wendy, I'll take my own advice on that. <laughs> and start to the mat. You just step back, high plank. I'm just kidding. And then a low push-up. Right? But don't, like, they're relationships. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. And breathe out. Downward facing dog. Okay. Then left foot forward. You step. And blocks are great here, particularly a block underneath the right hand. And bow pull, left elbow toward the ceiling. And then you bend the elbow, 
So if you missed the robot in the 90s, that's the minimum. Then reach across, right? And then the elbow pull, you turn your body toward the side. You tuck the arm in before turning so that you really move the rib cage. At the same time, this action right, helps keep the shoulder joint from getting uh, jerked around, right? So we don't need the arm bone to move in the shoulder joint. We want the, the torso to turn, we want the abdominals to work. Right? And by moving with the bent arm, we get that. Right? And uh, I'm not really joking when I say positive relationships. Their joints are relationships. It's a relationship of two bones, right? And how they, they work together whether it's your shoulder or your spine, right? So many relationships to take care of in our body. One more of these. The arm is going to go up. You're turning your torso in toward the leg. Then when you exhale, hands coming down. Feel the pressure of the front foot into the mat before you step your back foot up. Good. Breathe in the top of the mat. Just up and forward. Excellent. And bow forward. Breathe out. Stamp your feet down into the mat. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana again. Hands on legs. Arms straight out. Arms up. But the relationships, the joints to your spine. Right. And bow forward. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Chest up and forward. Elongate your spine. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push up. As you lower. Hands press the floor. You draw your abdominals in. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And press your feet down. Pull the arm bones back. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Step right foot forward. Spin your back foot flat at the diagonal. Really press down into the foot. Reach up warrior one. Bend all 10 toes, all 10 fingers. Then hands to heart center. To the mat, we're going to step back, down dog. You stay here or inhale forward to a high plank. Get long and tight through your body. Low push up, breathe out. Full breath in for upward facing dog. Hand and feet down. Meet up and down dog. Look to your left hand. You'll step your left foot up. Sole of the foot to the mat. Back foot flat at the diagonal. Press your feet down. We'll reach up, fan all 10 fingers, all 10 toes. Hands to heart. To the mat, step back, down dog. Breathe out all the way. Breathe in and forward, high plank. To low, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Hands down, feet down, back of your head up. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway, chest up and forward, abdominals in. And exhale, we'll bow. We'll add on, so your hips back, ukatasana, breathe in. And again. Paying attention to the relationship of the joints in your spine. Bow forward, breathe out. What are they telling you? If they are unhappy with each other, right, you start to modify as needed, vary as needed. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
Plant your hands, step back, high to low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog, take your time. Downward facing dog, use the whole breath, get there. And look to your right hand, step the right foot forward, back foot flat diagonal, up to warrior one, be in it, spread your toes and fingers. Then open the arms and chest to the side. Walk your feet onto one track, heel to heel, warrior two. Good. Breathe in. We're going to reach the right arm up. Extend. Sit low in the leg. Hips didn't need to lift. Then side angle pose. Stay low in the leg, arm inside. Reach the left arm long from back heel to ring fingertip. On an inhale, coming back up, warrior two. Reach out. Then exhale, hands to the mat. Look forward, but step back down, dog. Stay or take child's pose or inhale forward, high plank, tight legs, draw your heart forward, low push. Breathe in, upward. Knees can be up or down. That's according to your low back. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your left foot forward, back foot flat at the diagonal. Breathe in, reach up. Feel your toes, feel your fingers. Be here in this pose, right? Then you open the arms and from the top down, move. You don't need to see your feet to move them. Set your gaze at the front wall, drishti, right? Reverse warrior, sit low in the front thigh, right? We didn't need to lift the hips to get there. And then side angle pose, form inside the front leg. Reach long through the upper arm. When you inhale, find upright warrior two. Look to the mat, hands down. You'll step back, down dog. Empty, down dog, down dog. Stay there or inhale forward, high plank. To low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out to down dog and then child's pose. Bring your knees down. And so just like avoidance is a really strong uh, skill that we already have. Rushing is a big, strong skill that we already have, right? Like most of us are professional grade rushers. Like not the NFL kind, they're getting paid a lot. But <laughs> And they're like, you're already good at that. So we're already good at distracting ourselves. We're already good at rushing around. Right? We're already good at being on to the next thing before we're even done with this thing. And so it's not wrong or bad to do that in your practice, right? You're just exhibiting skills you have been developing. Okay? So, so no need to get like harsh about that. And yoga offers us this really unique opportunity to develop other skills, to get still. Right? We're gonna work our body in big dynamic ways. We don't need to fidget around. Right? We're gonna work at our breath pace, which is really challenging. So we don't have to go fast. Right? And we're gonna learn new skills, new ways to observe and listen, right? Cause like no one ever says, man, I was having such a great conversation. That person didn't even listen. They just rushed ahead to what they were gonna say next, right? Did it, have you ever had a conversation where you felt that way? <laughs> like, right? So we're just learning that stuff and we're practicing it. This is our forum 
to do that. Let's take one more round of the uh, four warrior salutations. And uh, you feel that. You're going to just like give yourself ample time to feel your breath, to feel your feet on the floor, right? To know what you're doing with your body. Right? Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, and breathe in. Go to the dynamic range that works for you, that really works for you. Hands to heart, we're going to bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, chest up and forward. And plant your hands, high or low push-up. Always have that choice. Breathe in, upward facing dog or your variation of downward facing dog, empty. Spot your right hand, right foot steps. Then on your inhale, you rise up, warrior one. Spread your toes, spread your fingers. And you exhale from the top down, moving to warrior two. Inhale, the lengthening of both sides of your body as you sit low in the front leg. And then exhale, arm inside the leg. Side angle, lengthen up and open. And come upright to warrior two. Establish that self-regulation to be at center. Then hands down. Step back. Down dog. Stop action. And create new action. Inhale. High plank. Much harder to go this slow route. Low push up. Because you have to spend a whole breath instead of a half breath in the planks. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. In case you thought this was the teacher being nice to you, going slow. No. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Get empty. When you're complete with that breath, spot your left hand. Step up to it. Left foot. Back foot flat. Press your feet down. Bend your toes. Bend your fingers. Full body dynamic motion. Open up. Warrior two. Set your gaze forward. Don't get caught up in the little stuff. Press your feet down. Reverse, right? both sides of your body, lengthen up. Sit your hips low. Then side angle pose, hips stay low. Just bring your back heel to this right hand, reach. Then up to warrior two, self-regulation, center, center. That's abdominals. Then look to the mat, hands down, step back, down dog. Plow your hands down and forward. Send the spine long. Then inhale forward to a high plank. Stay or low push-up. Breath in for your back bend. Breath out to down dog. Good. Have a breath in. Empty it. Look to your hands, walk across through to seated. Come on down to your back, 
arms at your sides. Right? And we're gonna go back to the thing we were in the beginning where you find your feet, feet about hip distance apart, press them down, lift your tailbone, your sacrum, and just a little of your low back. Keep your lowest rib down. Right? So this is like mini bridge. And then exhale, like one piece of your spine at a time down to the floor. Pause here on your inhale. We're gonna work with bridge on the exhale now. When you breathe out, dig your heels in. Tailbone, sacrum, low back. Then however many pieces of your spine and rib cage that wanna come up off the floor, go. Stay here. Feet pressed down, arms pressed down. Back of your head presses down. And you're breathing into your center. And then if you want, you walk your arms underneath you. If you want to take cactus arms or reach your arms up, so many options, right? Breathe into your center, right? So can you connect your feet down into the floor to lift your body powerfully, however big that range of motion is, that you don't feel like this is coming apart at the seams, right? If you feel like that, right, time to adjust, right? Then... And you breathe into your center, which is now raised. It's harder to breathe up, right? So this is this is a challenge, right? And uh, for a lot of us, like bridge is kind of that pose that gets like kind of tossed in the mix. Work it, like, it is like the pinnacle of your practice. One more breath in. And then very slowly, just piece by piece, like you're thumbprinting your spine back down to the floor. Get to your mat and you'll rest here. Like, get still. But if there's any kind of disturbance that wants to happen, notice it. Just notice it. And be that really calm lake with no ripples right? because you can. Right? I mean, if there's an emergency, there's an emergency. But if there's not an emergency, you can breathe. You can note any uh, discomfort, physical, mental, emotional. And just breathe. There's no need to react. Go up again for bridge, or if you prefer wheel, hands beside your ears. Same technique, though. You're going to take first the awareness of feet down and tailbone, sacrum, low back. It's going to come up in order. You go with an exhale, lift and breathe. And same idea. You're in a place to know the pose is good. Can you connect your feet into the floor? Can you bring your breath into your center? Right. Does it feel like an, an overall holistic, maybe challenge, right? but it feels like it's cohesive, right? not something you're struggling for or piecing together or making it through. Right. Breath in. And then slowly, piece by piece, you'll make your way down. Again, it's like you're, you're intentionally putting yourself now down onto the floor. And again, pause. Pause and notice any desire to do something else, right? There's all kinds of reasons why we, what we do. Right? Things, like shake things off or move around. But usually it's our discomfort, and a lot of times it's just mental discomfort. And this really exposed, open posture. Things come up. But when we move our body, right, we emote, right? Emotion comes from the same root as motion. 
pausing, being still, and actually clarifying what's emotion that's happening in my body right now. Super useful part of this practice. Right? Masking our emotions, not a super useful part of the practice. Necessary sometime in life, but definitely not here. Your next exhale, hug your knees in. And a good hug, good strong hugging. Good energy there. Then ease that up. And we'll cross right foot to the outside of the left thigh. Just pause there with the shape of the reclined pigeon. Just the shape. Right? Use the left leg to draw the right leg in. Then uh, once you've got that action going, maybe hands to the leg. Breathe here. If you prefer, you can release that and take the legs over to your left. The whole operation comes over to the left, sole the right foot on the floor, hold the shin bone and press the shin into the hand. Or hand to foot and make that action of trying to lift the foot. So lots of ways to be here and breathe. Nice. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. And then let that unwind, whatever you got, just a slow dissolve of it back into center. And the knee is a good hug in, like, like an intentional hug energy for yourself there. Right. And you let your hands go and we'll cross to the other side, the left foot outside the right thigh. And again, start with right leg, bringing left leg in. The legs are doing that action. Be sure you've you've got good relationships in the joints before you start pulling on yourself, right? So like, like it's like be sure you have a good relationship before you get married. Again, probably should have taken my own advice on that. <laughs> Catch the leg, hug in, right? So you're adding leverage when you do that. We don't want to start something at full tilt leverage. We want to start something at the range of motion and then give it the juice. Then if you want to take it off to the side, that complicates things, right? So when you take it off the side, right? Pay attention to the joints in the spine, how they're relating, right? And it's possible that on one side it works and on the other, it might work differently, right? So let's, let's start putting it that way. It's not like something works on one side, doesn't work on the other. Something works on the left and it works differently on the right. And your yoga practice, that, that self-regulation, being aware of how things work differently from side to side and differently from day to day, right? differently from year to year, That's when we really have the, the self-discovery available to us. 
self-discovery always starts with self-compassion. There's no way to do that deeper work of discovery without it. One more breath here into your nose. Out through your mouth. Undo this and come back into center. And now your choice here, if you'd like, we'll, we'll start with knees into chest. If you want to go with happy baby, go with happy baby. If you'd like to go with hips on a block, feet in the air, uh, do that. If you want to go with a shoulder stand, that uh, feels right and good to you, do that. Breathe. One more breath here. And undo whatever you got going on. Just slow, steady pace. Make your way to Shavasana. And then as you go, notice the overall tonal quality of you your space, right. not as a comparison, although you certainly might notice differences in yourself. There's no degree of expectation here. It's possible that we make it all the way through some practices and we still have clenched teeth and clenched fists, right? And that this is your moment to undo those things. It's possible that we make it through practice and we still have a racing mind. And this is your moment to allow it to slow down. We can finish a practice and still be in an emotional maelstrom. Right? And this is our moment to allow our breath to create peace. We will never regret taking that moment.
if you're ready to move again, let your breath do that work. Let it move through your body. Let your mind go with it. Notice what you notice. Into filter your awareness out through your arms and your legs. As you find your hands and feet, spread the fingers, spread the toes. And just small motion at, at each of those. Find the boundary of you, periphery of your awareness. Roll to your right side and then pause. A moment here in the space between, have a breath to your center and empty it. And then let your next breath in bring you up. Come to seated and any comfortable posture for you. And let your eyes stay gently closed or set them in drishti gaze. Again, that experience of breath to the center of your body. And a full exhale, emptying, clearing. Then we'll bring our hands together at heart center. It's that same action, breath to center. A clearing out, a really pleasant kind of emptying. And bring thumbs to forehead center, a gesture of appreciation and acknowledgement. You toward yourself, right, and us toward one another. The appreciation of the devotion and the discipline that it requires to get on a yoga mat is important. There's no small thing to have an intention to set out and do it. And we are also fortunate to have one another to create this practice in a way that lifts us all up. I'm so grateful you spent your time here today. Thanks for playing. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.